0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Kalani Sitake, Trajan Peely, Aleva Hifo at the podium, UH 38, BYU 34. Let's go live. I'd uh, like to open
2: up um, basically up, up for questions, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you to we- SoFi Huyubo, by the way, for having us be a part of this game. If you will, raise your hands. I'll hand you the microphone, and then please identify yourselves. Uh, coach david with star advertiser here in honolulu uh, a, a very excellent exciting game um and um i was just curious um with the game that cole mcdonald do you feel that he is uh nfl ready i thought i thought he was an excellent quarterback when we faced him uh, last time last year you know so uh, i think he made some really tight throws and some uh Tight windows and and uh, you know we normally we've we've been in positions where we've had been able to create some turnovers there, but uh, I think he thread the needle uh, a few times when when they really needed it, and um, yeah, he made made more plays than we were able to. But I think he's a I think he's a big time player has the size and the and the arm strength and, and the the mobility as well. Next question,
0: what did you think of the play call on third and two? The incomplete pass to Micah.
2: Well, I would have liked it to be a first down. You know, that that's pretty much we can win the game on the first down there. But obviously, didn't didn't go our way, and, and um, uh, you know we weren't able to execute. And um, you know, just got to keep working. I, unfortunately, we won't have Aleva and Micah and the other seniors that are, will be with us. But uh, got to take an opportunity to learn from this and get better from it. But uh, and that's for coaches and and for players together, So. Uh, I like the way our offense played and, and fought back and was able to get some plays. But we, we turned the ball over, and uh, that's that usually doesn't work out well for us when we turn the ball over that many times. And, and the, the, those situations not get getting points. And so that, that was the thing that, that cost us more than anything. So did that call
0: come from Jeff, or was that a c- collaborative effort? It was called, call, yeah. Thank you.
1: All right, we've lost our uh, We appear to have lost our connection from the uh, press conference room. We'll take a break, try and restore it after this on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Kalani Sitake, Trajan Peely, and Aleva Hifo at the press conference podium. We'll try and stay with it as long as we can, as long as our connection holds. Let's head back downstairs and see what we can hear.
2: How much um, were you aware of Nick Martin coming into the game as a threat? Oh, we were aware of all, their, all the production that their receivers get. I mean, that's, you're looking at, we've been talking and watching, we had tons of extra time to prepare for them, but they they capitalized and made some plays and executed better than we did when their offense was on and our, and our defense wasn't able to get stops. You know, and they uh, they allowed Cole to just uh, take shots, and then most of it was, you know, fade shots and throwing deep early, getting rid of the ball quickly. And I thought when he held on the ball, we were able to get some pressure on him a little bit more, you know. But um, uh, when you, whenever your top four receivers have that many catches, it's not like the other guys can't fill in as well. And so we knew that they had a, a dynamic offense, and, and we knew that we would have to be at our best. We just got ourselves into a hole, and, and, and like I said, that's a lot of credit. It's because of, of Hawaii's ability to execute.
0: Norm um, again. What went into your decision to sort of focus heavily on Lopini and the rushing game, and not introduce some of the other players? I know Tyler Algier, Once he came in, he started producing quite a bit, and then that sort of tapered off as well.
2: Yeah, I mean our guys compete, and, and whoever gets, whoever wins the spot in practice, and and our in our prep is the one that that is going to play the bulk of the reps. We can only for a lot of our stuff, we only start one running back at a time, so. Uh, whatever gets us points on the board, we had enough points on the board to win the game. Defense has got to step up and make it work. Uh, special teams, we got a lot of great uh, returns by Aleva on punt return, and we, we got some really good positions. And we just we had a, we dug ourselves in a hole in the first half, and then and got out and didn't weren't able to finish at the end.
1: Trajan Peely, uh, Trajan, the defense played
2: astoundingly in the second half until the very
1: end. What were you doing that was different in the second half than the first half?
0: I, I think we just kind of went back
1: to doing what we were supposed to do in the first half. We had a good game plan for how the game was going to go. and um, In the first half, we didn't make the plays that we were supposed to. They made more plays than we did. And uh, going into the second half, we want to outplay them. And so that was our goal coming in. Oliva, you had the uh, big punt returns. You had three outstanding returns, 99 yards second in SoFi uh, Hawaii Bowl history. What did you see how, when the punts came to you and they opened up?
0: Well, uh, that's all credit to the, the 10 guys in front of me and the scheme that we had going into this game. All I really had to do was round around a couple of guys, but those guys are the ones working their butts off to, to, miss, to sustain their blocks. It's not easy when their backs are turned and you have to run with the guys who are running down the field full speed and to sustain that for about four or five seconds in order to give me some time. So it's all credit to them. We got
1: time for a couple more questions. Over here.
0: Kalani. What did you see on the Wilson fumble at the goal line? What were the what was the explanation given to you? Seems like there really wasn't much of a review, a very long review on it.
2: I don't know. I I guess they didn't have enough um, evidence to see that it was a touchdown. I I I can't say that I I could see it from where I stood. I just assumed that they had the the right angles and had the right film. So I'm I'm not. uh, I don't know. I I didn't see it so. I couldn't see it from where I was. I think the best view would be always have a camera on the goal line so they can see if it crosses the plane or not.
0: Leva, going back to your punt return there, how important was that special teams to kind of give you guys a spark because it seemed like that sort of propelled your offense a lot in that third quarter? Uh, It was important for us coming into the second half. Um, We got the ball back, and for us to get some three-and-outs for their their offense and to have field position like that, it's always good to start off, but at the end of the day, we always have to finish those drives. So if we want to come out with points, then it doesn't really matter. Uh, Coach Sitaka, that final kind of desperate drive that you guys had—would um, you see? I guess maybe not. Just the final player two that that might have sealed it there.
2: I think I, from what I saw, the defender made a great play and undercut the route. Um, I think we had some other routes that were were available too, but that's the one uh, Zach felt comfortable with, and uh, I thought I thought we were in a really good position where we're at, marching, and we had two timeouts still. You know, so uh, just turnover came at, at, a, at a bad time for us and and really the turnovers all of them came at a really bad time for us. We weren't able to re- really recover from it.
1: Coach Kalani is with us right now from the Cougar locker room area. Uh, Kalani, thanks for taking a minute. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Alright, wow. Um, so much of the fourth quarter there, I felt like you had it. Uh, how did you feel as the game was going along?
2: Yep, I uh, thought, thought uh, you know, we had control and thought that our defense finally settled in and were able to get the Get the lead. I thought once we got the lead, I thought it was looking our way, you know. But uh, um, just didn't do enough to win this game, and, and that's my fault. I got I to do a better job and get our guys to perform better and execute better in all three phases. And so that's uh, very disappointing, and I, I feel bad for the seniors and, and for our fans, and I'm and, uh, look, looking forward to learning from this and getting better for the next game.
1: One of the main areas to hit, I guess, would be the uh, turnover margin, which was a good strength for you during the season, but minus three in San Diego and minus three tonight
2: yep and and that doesn't do well for us obviously if you look at some of the losses that we've had this year it's the three turnovers is a common theme yeah you know so um that and not getting any and we had some drop picks and some d- missed opportunities and um you know and and uh had some turnovers that cost us points and things like that and and that's something that we we've always been uh really preaching as a program and so that that was uh again it showed its ugly face and and uh we've got to figure this out and and that's uh I'm just sick of losing games like this because of that.
0: Yeah, Coach. Um, so, I, as as I was looking at so many of the playmakers that were out there for BYU, and and we talk about this young core, and we see you know a Mardner, who was uh, who caught those last two balls for Hawaii. He was a freshman, and so many big plays were made by freshmen and sophomores alike for this BYU program. How do you? Uh, help those guys take a big leap for you know regain some self confidence maybe from mistakes made uh, these learning experiences in this season, and really transform them and, and build upon those to where they become different players who don 't make those same mistakes throughout the rest of their career and get better each game
2: well, I think the main thing is uh they got toughen up and I got to get it tougher you know so um they gotta compete better and they can com- gotta compete in the uh in everything that they do. And so when the ball goes up and you're in a deep third or a post or uh wherever you're supposed to be playing your zone, that ball belongs to you. That's the only thing in defense. We've talked about it that, that the ball goes up in the air, it's our ball just as much as it is the, the receivers. And so um the lack of uh, of, uh, of you know, get getting to the ball and the lack of making a play on the ball is, is cost us a lot of big plays tonight uh today. And um, that that can't happen. And so there's a lot of different ways that we can get that done. And and I'm looking forward to getting that done as soon as possible. I can't wait to watch this film and uh, get after some some corrections.
1: play of the game comes on third and two, but it's really two plays because the play that you were hoping to run is a special uh, in which Micah Simon ends up going under center for a sneak, but the play didn't go off.
2: Yeah, it looked like we were about to run out of time, and it was really close. And uh, whatever reason the the call came in late or, or they weren't able to get it executed, and, and uh, just at that moment we did not not want to uh, get a five yard penalty for a delay game or anything. And I talked to the ref, and he says really really close. And so that seems like that was uh, you know, taking a timeout. Just I, I can't remember. It's third and two or third and two. Or, yeah, just uh, I think we get the first down, we win the game yep. looking at the clock. And so, um, but you know, our offense scored enough points for us to win. And and defensively we. Uh, we got ourselves in the hole. Gave up a lot of big plays, and even that last that last dang drive, man, two big plays. And so, um, you know, the, it's just just uh, we we've got to be able to step up and play better defense, and and, and spe- especially in this situation when it's time to win the game, and uh, and young guys got to grow up because uh, we can't sit here and, and keep wasting games. On the third and
1: two play, you did run after the sneak got aborted. Uh, Micah thought that Zach was dirting it, that he didn't see the play there and he was just kind of throwing it in the ground to avoid taking a loss or anything bad. Did you see it as an incomplete pass or a dirt ball, or what did you see?
2: I don't know. I thought it was an incomplete pass. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. We, they have no timeouts. We wanted the, the clock to run. Right. You know, and so um, that, that, I, I don't know exactly. I have to watch it on film. I just knew that it looked like it was thrown a little low. It was, yeah. And, um, you know, we had uh, that was the RPO part of, of, of the run. You know, so I don't know if the run was going to hit or not. I got to watch it on film. I At least watch run watch keeps it. the clock moving, right? Yeah, yeah. And even if <clears throat> even if you don't throw it and keep it, and you just—I mean—that's just it's situational football, and that's that falls on me. You know, Greg. That's 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 my job as a head coach to make sure everyone's educated, and and uh, you know, we, we've we've worked these situations many many times before in practices and and uh, you know, in scrimmages and things like that, mm-hmm. and, and even leading up to this game, and so. Um, the fact that we didn't execute it well, that's, that's, that's on me. I've got to get that fixed because 2020 is right around the corner. We have to have this team ready to play that game in September or August whenever we face Utah.
0: Talk about Tyler Algier, 8 carries, 78 yards, 9.6 yard per carry average. I mean, between the emergence of Sione Finau, Jackson McChesney, now Tyler has a great game in the bowl game. Is uh, the running back position, obviously Sione's going to be rehabbing his ACL, but this seems like it might be one of your more hot. And then, of course, Lopini, who was the most stable force and, and most productive back th- uh, throughout the entire season, this might be your most hotly contested position as we head into the off season. Fair to say?
2: Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of places that were deep, you know, if you're looking at quarterback and running back and no line. There's a lot of places that were deep, and, and um, I'm excited about the guys coming back. I'm just still really frustrated. I feel bad for the seniors right now um, because this is a game that, that, that we sh- we should have had, you know. And, and uh, that's tough to say because I, I don't want to take anything away from Hawaii. They played a, an excellent game. They deserved to win. Um, we 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 did not do uh, well enough to to get this victory, and that frustrates me because I love these seniors so much. They deserve this, and um, you know there's just so many breakdowns that, that that happened, and so many opportunities that we could have had the game won. I, I would think 34 points is enough to win the game. It's just me personally against Hawaii, even with their high caliber offense, scoring offense. That's something that we should be able to to handle. And I thought the second half is what we saw from the defense. The guys making plays. Um, and then, you know, that that one drive is just, it's just. I wish we could have that one back.
1: Well, you had only ever lost uh, one game uh, when scoring 30 or more, Kalani. That was the West Virginia game back in your first season.
2: Yeah, and, and this one we just got in the hole early, you know, and, and a lot of big plays. They had a bunch of yards throwing and, it, it worked out perfectly what we were trying to do we wanted them to be a one-dimensional team and just pass the ball they usually have been able to stay balanced and run the game, run the ball and and uh, keep you on your heels and we felt like we had them all locked up we felt like we had the run game locked up and and we could focus on the pass and then uh, um whether we're in drop eight or whatever coverages we're in our zones or man or whatever it is uh guys need to make plays and you know we had our hand on the ball a couple times and just didn't come up down with the picks and and, uh, that's just, uh, and that 's just unfortunate and and that 's really frustrating for me as a coach
0: Kalani, you mentioned and look you 're not going to make excuses, and uh, but I do want to write a strongly word, and there are other fans out there with me who want to hit up whoever we need to hit up to make sure that there are pylon cams. Uh, not that that you know it doesn't all boil down to one game but it is 2019 and the technology is out there whether it's a GoPro that I have you know that I can live stream my my skiing experiences or heck even the 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 baby monitors nowadays I can get a live stream of what my kids doing in their room on an app you'd think that uh, ESPN or NCAA or the powers that be could uh, you know stick one of those in a pylon and, and get us up so um, I mean, who should we be writing a letter to? Is it ESPN? Is it the NCAA? What do we got to do to get that done here?
2: I, I, I don't know. I, I I didn't see it. You know, on on theirs, they had a fumble on theirs too, and, and they. I think it's just the benefit of the the call when the, when the refs give them a touchdown. I mean, they they reviewed it, and I guess they had a camera because it was on the one yard line or whatever uh, camera angle on the on the goal line. It just seems like that seems like the easiest thing to do. The NFL's kind of moved to that where they. They have a, a camera on the, the goal line or on the um, first down marker. And so I, I, I don't know. But it, you know what? It's just, it is what it is. I, I I honestly can't say that I saw even the replay, but I would know, just imagine if the ball drops from one point and, and lands on another side, then it might have crossed the plane. But uh, regardless, we got to take care of the football. The three turnovers cost us, and in that play uh, cost us seven points that we should have had, or at least three. Kalani, last year seven and six. This year seven and
1: six. How do you how do you look at them?
2: Uh, a lot of differences. I mean, we we, we have a lot of young guys uh, still in this this season. We're a fairly young team. You know, we are going to miss a lot of production out uh, of our receiver group. Um, Matt Bushman's got to make a decision uh, uh, coming up. And um, but I, th- I feel really good about this team. I feel good about the competition that we're about to see in so many different positions and. And looking forward, to all these guys getting the best. We will play the best guys. Um, we have we're signed some some receivers and some other skill players that, that are even going on coming off a redshirt year that I think is going to be really huge for us in contributing and, and and may create some mismatches. Um, defensively, we've got to get some bodies back, and and uh, Chris Wilcox will be huge for that, and, and also getting uh, these young guys to grow up the the, the, the DBs, you know, and and. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Austin Lee wasn't able to go today, which is uh, a little bit puzzling, but uh, it's more just his, his uh, legs weren't able to ro- work, and he was coming off of a little banged-up hamstring. And, um, you know, he's going to he's going to do well in playing the East-West Shrine game I wish him the best of luck. But we were down a little bit on, on some of the guys in the back end, but the other guys got to step up just like the, the running backs have done, you know. So uh, it was a great opportunity for all these guys, but I'm looking forward to, to getting some competition going in all three phases and uh, play the best guys and, and make sure that the ballers and the competitors want to be out there.
1: Finally, Kalani, with uh, with your contract extension, uh, the short-term uh, future is solidified, and so you know where you want to go with this thing. Uh, what would you like uh, Cougar Nation to know as, as you wrap it up with us for your final thoughts of this season on, on what's next and what's to come?
2: Just really thankful for all of the fans. Um, love them. Uh, uh, disappointed that, that uh, we didn't we didn't perform as well as I, wa- I thought we could have this season looking forward to 2020 i promise you we're going to work really hard and get the guys ready for this uh for this next upcoming season we have no choice but to do it and you know we, we had a good a moment in the locker room to, to honor the seniors and, and make sure that we carry this thing forward their hard work and, and all their, their sacrifice that they've made for this team it's important that they see that our guys capitalize on it and so um, so it's, it's a moment for our young guys to really grow up. And what a difference it will make between now and March and making sure our guys are ready for spring ball. I can't wait to get to work.
1: Well, Kalani, our thanks to you for the season uh, you've given us uh, on the air, both uh, during game days and coaches' shows and everything else. So appreciation to you and uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And we will, uh, we'll see you again soon enough.
2: Merry Christmas, everyone, and um, happy holidays and, and, and happy new year. 2020 uh, is going to be fun. Appreciate you, Greg. You guys you guys do an amazing job. And then Cougar Nation, love you guys. Go Cougar. All right, thanks, Coach. That is Kalani
1: Sitake. We will come back with Cougar Nation now as we continue from Aloha Stadium on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.